0: Alrighty, so, we are at the destination. I've got my pack here, and all of my notes hopefully still, yes. Um, We're just going to jump right into Base Method Book 3. It has a CD, but I'll just be going by the book. Let's see how far I get. Wish me luck. Welcome to another episode of New Airwaves, sponsored by, well, that Singing Sparrow, or Whippoorwill, or Piper, or Cardinal, I don't know birds, and also, the sun is rising. It is the first and last sunrise of today's date, which you would know if you read the comments. Thank you again for tuning in. Today, we're going to be talking about how to prune trees and plan for a rural garden. Stay tuned. P.S. We're also going to talk about compost bins, uses for kitchen gardening and kitchen herbs. Stay tuned. we're back here. Mid-city. I can see the loading docks from here. I even went just up the hill a little bit and saw some huge freighters going in and out of port. Beautiful. Those machines are gigantic and wonderful. People don't realize the significance they truly have on their everyday (laughs) livelihoods. No matter what general populace concern, um... Economically, macronomically, you get the idea. Hmm Machines are important to every day, but just like any machine, the simple biomechanics of plants and vegetables and growing things from well, seed. It's I think a lost art, especially in the metaverse. Except Some people have put blood, sweat, and tears, time, and money into developing certain things just like that. It's quite beautiful, honestly. The only thing nature is missing is the artist to share its beauty. Not only its beauty, but their own rendering and style of that said beauty. It's one of those things that you just get to enjoy. alright so balcony gardens are difficult because they add extra weight to existing supports and on well added on uh, areas that could be very potentially dangerous if the supports are not up to your weight so we can combat this in two ways plant less or structure for More weight. Also, you can plant in uh, waterable, what's those called? Hydroponic trays instead of using typical top soils or uh, garden soils you could find at your local hardware store. Next I want to talk about composting because there's going to be a lot of wasted greenery um, especially if this is a kitchen garden and there will be a lot of produce. Even after harvest there's still a lot of stem that can be recycled so be sure to use those for composting as well as topsoil of mulch because different microclimates from different vegetables can add and subtract different pHs from different soils in your garden. Adding them all together will be quite interesting later on when you need something with more nitrogen or phosphorus which plants that decompose back into that soil naturally release. Next on we're going to talk about pruning Trees. This is going to be a hardwood tree that loses its leaves every fall. There's massive amounts of... what are those called? Sucker growth? Where the tree went into shock and started growing sporadically from every porth, every porous. It's not unusual for this time of year for certain trees to do something like that, but the climate recently has been very, very strange. (coughs) Although I will admit the massive growth has added to the local wildlife making plenty of uh, roosting spots out here. I'll be sure to leave those. Um, hmm. And looking at the top of the tree here, The top of the tree looks like it's been bashed by the wind for so many years, but only recently started growing very spindly shoots. Maybe those are yearlings. They're about finger size, bigger than your pinky. So they're most likely grown in a year, broken off and left dangling, hanging basically depending on the winds out here uh, that can rush across over the trees and roofs here. We're not in the tall city area, we're in the rural city area. I think what was the ghetto, but it's now a lively neighborhood with plenty of people. Quite beautiful actually. Now looking down at the ground, there's plenty of uh, herbal overrunning as well as ivy just taking over two of the trees we have as well as sizable patch of ground, um, we'll be able to uproot those and start our compost. Hmm. The second tree on the property, it's quite a lovely little tree, uh, I would say almost an olive green, but the ivy, uh, taking its main trunk, gives it a very lush green thick look. It's very overgrown. Um, this tree is a plum tree. And there are small green plums the size of marbles, mid-size and large. Marbles that look almost like mm, green peas from a distance. But I've seen squirrels come, climb up, take a few, after sniffing the sweet, unripe fruit, and then leaving it for later. I think they know it's going to be... A good harvest. Mm-hmm-hmm. And most of the foliage down here is quite thick. It's, I think he said one of them is just overrun with uh, thyme or cat's nip. Either way, there are cats, possums, raccoons, and uh, the occasional skunk that wanders through these backwoods that is adjacent to a park, little dog park something like that but uh the general public kind of goes through there it's quite nice i think we should give them something better to look at instead of uh, overgrown uh there was a fallen tree that knocked out a fence so the public can look right in that fence will be getting rebuilt quite soon quite soon <coughs> Now then, ah uh, yes, the last bits of on our topic were garden beds, um, as well as owning and operating a small greenhouse within city limits. Stay tuned for those topics. So, on the topics of Gardening with uh, raised garden beds, which would be a typical suburban garden tactic, I would rather suggest something more like bunk beds, where initially you plant seeds in the topsoil because, well, it's lush and very well nitrated, and you can put um, raised bed shelving slightly over it so it's still... Gets enough sunlight to grow under, but you can have year-long shade-hardy plants growing, no problem, no problem at all. And above that, them... <laughs> that was a random herb. And above them, you can have sun greedy plants such as bell peppers and other tomato types. For this garden, I have a list of very nutrient-dense, delicious foliage and root vegetables, as well as fruiting vegetables. So the vegetables that typically don't need much sunlight, or at least a lot less sunlight than other vegetables, would usually regard to some roots like rutabaga, potato, and carrots. Um, planting any other plants with these rooters usually does not do well as they crowd and compete for nutrition, so they're best with planted with their own kind. Moving on to different beds, let's say squash in this case, spaghetti squash, I have thousands of seeds from just saving and eating delicious spaghetti squash, will be paired with delicious sweet peas and snow peas can grow the vines and stalks of corn cobs. We can grow plenty of yellow delicious sweet corn to sell on the streets as el lotes, or at least fresh. To the lotes vendor. If you've never tasted fried, well buttered lotes, it is quite delicious. Now, moving on, we can also grow beans, spinach, cabbage, lettuce, and depending on the temperature coming up this summer, it's supposed to be a scorcher, pumpkins, watermelons, and other melons, of course as well as multiple types of cherry tomatoes steak tomatoes and even pear tomatoes quite possibly i might be able to have two plants out here of each so that's six plants that's a lot of space ah the local finches they're being cute now as far as material goes for building any of these beds You can typically use unseasoned pallet wood Um, as far as you make sure to seal it with a non-leaking or non-lead based paint. That should have it last at least 5 to 10 years. Good paints coat well and last long. Those are the paints you want to look for when painting your raised garden beds and supports for them. The supports usually rot first, so give them an extra coat. Moving on to the greenhouse, well, since there is not much space in this uh, average backyard, this greenhouse will only be 17 feet by 9 feet wide, with two entrances on the apex or the front of the longest side and one on the side gate opening style so you have at least two entrances or exits in the case of an earthquake. These things are sturdy enough to withstand the earthquakes in our area but be sure to look up how strong earthquakes can be in your area just to make sure you go about structuring your build correctly or reinforcing an existing nothing wrong with reinforcing an existing build our greenhouse will be built out of swing set material salvaged from local areas cut welded back together and sealed with a clear coat of white these white pipes fit together seamlessly to create a small a-frame structure on eight slatted stilts then you add the tarp over it which would be a standard store-bought version of quote-unquote portable garage however we will be reinforcing this one with sheet metal roofing across the entirety of it, cutting ways for a door and reinforcing the interior with galvanized steel struts, usually used in some home, new home constructions, as well as the building of sheds, tiny homes, trailers, etc., Now, greenhouses are not complete without ventilation. For this, I have two store-bought square fans, very cheap to buy, located at the very top of the roof. Just under the apex of the roof, the A-frame, if you will, is a, a hole cut through the roofing material, matching the fan, of course, with an air filter to fit the hole just like any typical AC unit might have in place. This one is accessible from the bottom and then it latches closed for easy replacements. Two of these will be installed, one on either end of the greenhouse, to ensure a steady constant flow of filtered clean air for your greenhouse vegetables. Lighting is also important since we've used steel galvanized coating For the roof and walls it will be important to keep your greenhouse at a certain temperature. Insulation might not be necessary but I threw the tarp over it and then threw some extra insulation over that before screwing down any other insulation before screwing down any of the metal roofing. Lighting is affixed by installing conduits and connecting light hanging fixtures from the inside of the structure. So like any house unit, it has a light switch and it flips on anytime you need it, as well as with a dimmer and a timer for helping young seedlings grow. There will also be harvesting stations for ripened fruits, vegetables, and leafy greens as well as rooted vegetables. Any offcuts will will immediately be placed into the compost bin. Hmm. And that's it for our greenhouse build. I hope you liked it and got any information out of it, as well as some entertainment. In next videos, I hope all these things come together in a beautiful picture in your mind, as well as posted pictures we will be taking shortly. Thanks for tuning in. And this has been the garden special. It has been my pleasure having this talk. Just you and I listening to one another. Well, more you listening to me, but that's besides the point. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And I've got something new this time for you. If uh, you give me, hmm, maybe an email in the comments down below, I might be able to hook you up with some of our patented merchandise coming out very very soon it's actually coming out sooner than you think within two to three weeks so send me a a yes or a no send me a merch kind of thing in the uh, the chats down below and I can't believe he hasn't clicked off yet (laughs) haha they're still listening all right whatever you guys do you do you do you and you do you you know for the best part of you. Stay tuned for more randomness and craziness, as well as creativity and uh, new stories coming soon, as well as things suggested by viewers like you. That's right. All you gotta do is type in down there in the comment section below what you would like to hear more of or wonder if something would sound good on this channel Hit me something, you know, hit me up something, a topic, a story, anything, I, I could roll for days, so, it's up to you, I'll uh, I'll let you do that, are you typing yet? I think they're typing, maybe they clicked away already, I, I, I don't know, I'm just a recording, anyways, have a good day. You've listened to New Airwaves Productions.